Hey, Constantly Varied, episode, I think it's 24. I'm here with the lads today. James is back. How's it going, James? I'm back. There's a theme tune today. Hooray! Yay! <laughs> I'm good. And we're here with Shifo, uh, DJ Extra. No, <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> extra oh, with no E. I I'm a bit it. disappointed. I thought I was going to do the theme tune today. <laughs> James is back. Okay. Oh, we love him though. Daily. So uh, let's dive into training check-ins. And I definitely know we've got three people with sore legs today. <laughs> and that's probably going to mirror a few other people out there. So uh, we all did Monday. <laughs> did, so who did yesterday? Who did the mono after it? Anyone do mono with sore legs? Uh, I tried. Yeah, yeah. I tried my best. And fell apart. Fell apart. No energy in the tank yesterday. Right, okay. Yeah. So bad day for the, for the old Shifo. Bad day. I thought it was like usually cardio is my jam, but not yesterday. No. You just had no go on the legs. Nope. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. I did it as well last night, and it, it was sore all the way. Two days in a row. Two, yeah, two days in a row. Well, I trained Sunday as well, so three days in a row technically. Woo! Look at me go. All right, you make sure. So we are talking about. I want to check in with momentum. How are we going? Yeah. We are like tomorrow. Today's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday. That's we said. It's a month from tomorrow's game day. No, no, it's not. It's five weeks. Yeah, five weeks. Yeah, a, a month, month from from next next week. Next week. <laughs> yeah, so we're five weeks away. So it's starting to get into the back end of things. A lot of training in the bank. A lot of progress made already that we won't necessarily have seen yet. But um, yeah, what a two days to start the week. Hey. Uh, how's the momentum, James, <laughs> after your oh, month long holiday, so whatever yeah, you've done? I had a two week holiday, and I was remember I was ill the week before I went as well. Right. So I hadn't trained in like basically a month um so i'm really actively trying to generate momentum at the minute so i did a lot of food food prep at the weekend which i haven't done in forever um i'm leaving like i reorganized my wardrobe at the weekend as well so like i got rid of loads of stuff and i'm just trying to do things that make remove all the friction so that i can ensure that i definitely 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 do the things i need to do this week like train being right at the top of that priority list. So you're decluttering, reorganizing, and yeah, just trying to get the ball rolling. Bingo, beauty. Exactly. I'm trying to stay on top of my nutrition because I find when I eat better, I train better, and I'm more willing to train as well. Like yesterday, we were I did I did my morning classes on Tuesday, and then we did podcast, and then we had a meeting, and then all of a sudden it was twelve thirty, and all I had in my system was coffee. Like no food, barely any water. And I was like, oh, today's a terrible day to even think about training. Whereas today, I'm like, right, I've had coffee. I've got a hydration drink here. I'm going to have some food after we finish the podcast to make sure that I can actually do training at 12.30. So I'm trying to make sure that all the things align on the days that I really needed to. Come on. Because I have no momentum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. That's that's great. And, and I'm just after starting to generate some. Yeah. So last week, I talked about it here. It was like I was just getting going. I had think three three in the bag last week by the time we talked and i've trained uh, so i did four last week i've got two out of two this week i'll train again today i think um so it's it's going well but the nutrition piece my nutrition's loose at the moment i'm a bit like you know whatever i'll grab whatever i can i'm not too stressed about it but i need to start worrying about it again I need to start getting that piece i can feel it's holding the training back i can feel that it's a bit like oh, that's a missing link so that's a bit of a goal for me but overall yeah training's starting to ramp up my back is still quite sore but i'm i'm working around it i'm just making sure i get in and do a class or a workout of some shape or form 
and man the cardio last night was so rough mm. it was so rough yeah. like you know when you're just away from it and like i get off the rower like oh my god that's annihilated me and then the bike i never mind too much the ski just i fucking hate it and it was actually hurting my back last night so i did the first round on the ski and then the second round i ran on the true form and then third round i did ski and true form so but i kept the heart rate going that was the main thing but yeah it was good uh, it was good to get it all done and i think like you asked me this morning with the legs i'm like i think they're a bit better i think last night helped them a little bit but they're still fucked yeah, the ski uh done a lot of people in yesterday i think i think a lot of people found the ski hard yesterday three minutes a long time on a fucking thing a long time yeah so shiva how's your training going yeah it's going well at the minute i had um shingles there about three four three or four weeks ago that kind of threw me off the, the wagon a good bit threw me off the rail um and I I honestly didn't realize how bad it was until I kind of I took a day off work and then I was like at home, and then it was like three days like bed bound. Sarah was gone mad at me for always moaning about being <laughs> sick. She hates when I'm sick. <laughs> she hates me when I'm sick. It's like you're such a little baby, like. <laughs> but I had shingles. <laughs> <laughs> ruthless, yes. ruthless, like ruthless. Like what can I do? Oh, sorry. Oh, shingles go away. <laughs> so funny. But um, <clears throat> that was for like I was didn't train for a week, didn't couldn't eat properly for a week. But actually, it was funny enough when I had the shingles. It was like three days of it, like really, really, really bad. Like when I'm sick. I've heard it's terrible when you're an adult getting it. Well, I, w- I wouldn't call myself an adult yet. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to call myself an adult yet. Um, but yeah, like, because I didn't realize how bad it was because everyone was saying to me, um, oh, you're going to be out for, like, even like the doctor said to me, oh, do you want two weeks off work or 10 days or a week? And I'm like, a week, a week. I can't take 10 days, two weeks off. Like, I need, I need to keep myself going. Like, I had the, what competition did I have? I had a co- filthy <laughs> oh my god that's the worst person to forget <laughs> when the filthy was I've, t- I've had that many competitions the last few months so so come here after shingles was it hard to get back on the or were you alright um, it was it was tough like I felt like just like I remember coming in and doing like I tried to do a bit of a sweat session here or there I remember going out for a five minute walk when I had it and I remember getting back in and it was just like don't do that again. Right, right. <laughs> I was just sick for the rest of the day then. But then getting back in the week after that, well, obviously I had filthy, so I kind of had the shingles, done two or three sessions just to kind of get the body moving again. And then done the filthy on the <laughs> Saturday and upended myself, basically. Yeah, that must have messed you up then for a few days, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, I broke my back in the last workout. Right. I just keep thinking of the Mike Tyson video. He's like, I broke my back. <laughs> Where? Where'd you break it? Spinal. <laughs> spinal. <Just> spinal. <laughs> on the sandbag workout. And and uh, are you back on your rhythm now? Oh, big time. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. After the filthy, um, I took the sun. Obviously, took the Sunday off, um, and then I think I was back at it from the Monday. Done a good four four days training. Um, you wouldn't be a great man for doing RTP, would you? No. 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 <laughs> Straight back in. I'm horrible like for, for telling people that, oh, you might you might want to go RTP today and I remember I done I t- I I'll I'll be fully honest here, I don't think I've ever done a full <laughs> RTP session. I'll yeah. just be honest. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you're definitely not an adult yet. No. <laughs> 
Come but on. it's going well now. I have High Rocks on Saturday, so I'm kind of gearing up towards that. It's going well. Daily. Okay. Very good. So, look, let's look ahead of the program then, next seven days. Um, James, we've got a workout that's going to help you build some of that momentum. Yeah. Um, I think, hopefully, by the end of the week, I'll have uh, started to gather a bit more. I, I feel like I've gathered some already. Like My coaching's going pretty okay. I'm happy with that. And I'm normally really... Uh, frustrated with my coaching whenever I come back but um, and hopefully training goes well today because Monday was good so Friday is overhead squats which I love coaching hate doing they're like yeah that's always your goat right? it's always my goat so I feel like if I can go do that and get pretty close to hitting the stimulus I'll, I'll hit the stimulus because I'm also an awful man for RTP I should have done that on Monday and I didn't do it um, <laughs> but I feel like if I can get through that, then I'll I'll probably be better with all my nutrition and everything through the weekend as well, going into the bank holiday, and it'll just keep me moving again for next week. Because what I have a awful tendency of doing is I build momentum, and then I build a ditch that the ball falls into. And I have to build and try and rebuild it all the time. So I'm going to try and keep it going over the weekend as best I can, even though it's the World Cup final and I've got a night out booked with Jill's mates. But I'm going to keep momentum going. <laughs> right, <somehow>. okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, saying, I'm saying this and I'm remembering all the things. And I'm like, oh, oh no. So magical momentum. Magical momentum, yeah. I'll go for a walk or I'll go for a run maybe. So, um, fri so Friday's overhead squats. Friday's overhead squats. So ten, 10 heavy singles. 10 heavy singles. And because I hate that, I might, if I can get through that, I just know that psychologically for me i'm like that's it i'm fine i can do any crazy workouts that you may or may not definitely have lined up next week that i've seen already okay deadly deadly okay um so for me then just to keep on the momentum train trying to keep it all going um i'm looking at saturday i like to look at this one so saturday we have four rounds and each round you do for time and then you go every five minutes so it's like that you know you just get through the round and you recover a little bit afterwards the round is 16 kettlebell swings and they're heavy like 32 24 is prescribed and then we've got like an eight meter uh, sorry eight plus eight meter low crawl and eight plus eight meter burpee broad jump so that looks like the low crawls i love it's uh takes me back to my martial arts training days um it's one of those things where it takes a lot of body control to do it, but it's a lot of effort. Like, these fuck me up so bad. Like, I always get so exhausted after them, but it's what I need. The swings are what I need as well. I think uh, it'll be a good test for the lower back to see can I get through them. And the burpee broad jumps, I might have to scale to a different version to get through it. But I think that sounds like a, a step up for me in terms of intensity that I need. And is that what you feel you need to get your momentum going, just an extra, uh, an extra gear in your workouts? I think or? last week was like, just get moving this week was f f get some conditioning and i'm gonna just gonna go at a steady pace my next step will be can i hit that higher level of intensity where you know your brain doesn't want to go to unless you're yeah. a bit of a base of cardio underneath you so build the cardio base and then saturday maybe give that one a lash and see how it nice. goes yeah so that's that's the plan shiva what about you what so you've got hyrox this saturday i do yes so are you, so I'm guessing you're going to look at something either between now and then or next week yeah so like I've like the high rock Saturday I've been doing lots of conditioning the last kind of while and really trying to dial in on my condition 
Um, but I think overall for me, it's about getting stronger over the last while. Big boy season, bulking season and all that. Right, okay. So uh, I don't want to be a skinny bitch anymore. <laughs> um, so I'm looking at Tuesday. Um, it's gonna, I'll probably rest Sunday and uh, <laughs> might do my first RTP session Monday. Um, and then Tuesday, the Truster workout. So it's an EMOM with some, it's a six minute EMOM with um, eight trusters, and then you rest two minutes. Six minute EMOM with four trusters, rest two minutes, and then you do another six minute EMOM with two trusters, rest, and then last one is with eight trusters. So eight, four, two, eight on the trusters. We did the maths yesterday, myself and Amy, on how many trusters. It's like 130 something. <laughs> <laughs> mental maths, mental maths. But, but what's going to be cool, cool is you can go as light as you like on the eights just to get some conditioning. And then you want to go nice and heavy for yeah. the fours and really heavy for the twos. Absolutely. So why do you look at, like, what what about this do you like? Yeah, uh, well, I think, especially for Fran coming up, we're doing Fran as one of our random tests. Um, that's definitely coming up soon. So, and I've been looking at the conditioning side of it a lot. Um, looking at going to that really high dark intensity um, for Fran. Um, but also I think I'd like to, if I can mix it between heavy and light thrusters on that day, um, I think that'll definitely set me up for a good Fran. Daily. First time doing it. Do you know something? I just realised, like, next, where we're we, 25th now. Like, next week it'll be November, and then Fran is live. A live option any day. Do you know what I love about this workout that Chief was picked? the autonomy behind it where you have to pick a weight and depending on what you pick decides what you actually get out of it. So we've already recorded the training diaries version of this. But you can you can go really light in the eights and if you go too light you not that you'll miss it, but you could miss a bit of something. And if you go just a little bit heavier than you think, it could just make the rest of the workout like really, really really hard. Like way harder than you think it could be. But that's a it's a decision you have to make. It's never an accident, and I love that. You gotta pick your own poison. That's yeah. the the beauty of it, yeah. Yeah, and I do think with thrusters, there's a huge confidence element to it, and that if you're feeling good and confident about it, you're like you're relishing the the challenge. If you're away from them a little bit, they can be quite intimidating. So, uh, like I see Amy with thrusters, she loves them, and she looks forward to coming them coming up and it's not that they just don't hurt it's that she knows that they hurt her a little less than everyone else so she can go out and everyone else is suffering and she can just move so getting some confidence with the truster is very specifically i think is a big one and this is it's unmissable this one okay that's our programming so let's move on to events a few things to, to talk about just a quick reminder halloween workout monday the 30th um if you're into your uh like fancy dress definitely get involved in that there's a competition you might even win a free month's membership so that's that'll be a fun element and i think we'll have lots of uh good fancy dress costumes in that workout who's the judge of the best fancy dress the coach on the day uh, i have no idea oh <laughs> i hope it, it has to be coach on the day because i'm working so i'm gonna be super judgy I, I, <laughs> I hear them i hear the uh the different managers are talking among themselves about how they're going to select the winner from each location i think social media is going to vote then the best from each like sorry whoever Santry puts forward they'll be going up against the best from the others and then social media will pick the winner and they get the free month yeah That's I'm looking forward to Selbridge on that day you're coaching yeah there's going to be some dark horses in Selbridge whipping out some 
mad <laughs> costumes, I'd say. <laughs> and what, what about you? Are you in coach mode or are you in fancy dress mode? Is that to be revealed? Yeah, that's to be revealed, yeah. You haven't decided yet? Yeah, I'm working on it. Well, I have, I, I'm sure everyone's seen, I have a Where's Wally hat and glasses. You do. And I uh, borrowed Niall Delahan's uh, track top that day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And me and him agreed that I look like uh, Where's Wally from Talbot Street that day. <laughs> <laughs> Talbot Street Wally. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Barely. So you're coaching, so you're going to be dressed up maybe, perhaps, let's see. Uh, are you are you in that day? Or? I'm coaching that day as well. You're coaching yeah. as well. Um, I don't have a Halloween. I, <laughs> I hate Halloween. I'm not gonna lie. Oh the whole God. pumpkins because Laura loves it. We should have got Laura on for this podcast. Laura Flynn, mad loves for Halloween. It. And I can't help but roll my eyes whenever she gets excited about it. She's like, "Have you done any pumpkins yet?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> for fuck, I'm Paige will never be doing pumpkins. She can do them elsewhere. But I I am gonna try get a, an outfit for Monday and play ball. Okay, good man, good man, good man. Okay, so that's Monday. Um, also, to let you know that we've got um, the sunrise hike we mentioned last week. So it's on the 5th of November. It's an early start. It's a 6.45 meetup in somewhere called The Watch, Raheen Park. I don't know where that is. It's going to be posted everywhere, I'm sure. So there'll be links to all that and the, the different um, platforms. So keep an eye out for that. But yeah, that's on the 5th. So that will be very nice. That'll be like an early start. You start in the dark and then when you get to the top the sunrise thing. Really, really nice thing to do. So that's on the 5th November. Then on the 2nd, as we said, game day, Christmas parties. Keep an eye out for the details for Christmas parties. It'll be that night as well. I know the different, uh, talking to the different um, managers of different gyms, they're all planning something different. So very cool. I cannot wait for that big end of year celebration. That's our events. So let's talk about um, a Jose question, which has morphed into like, Jose is not even involved in the Jose question anymore. <laughs> But we all know what we mean by this. Jose's question, but he never answers them. He never answers, yeah. Yeah, they ask her, they never answer her. Um, so we're talking about uh, motivation and momentum. So thinking about quotes, we see them all the time everywhere, right? And I get a bit eye-rolly with quotes, but then I always read them. And, uh, you know, someone I really like. So we're thinking, is there any quotes that you use, that you have in the back pocket that do actually have a motivational impact on you. probably have the two people here that are the biggest fan of quotes as well. Yeah. I love them. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I, was, uh, I was interested to hear, like, do you have any that you go back to and you say, when I read that again or remind myself of it, 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 like, it lights a fire, it gets me going again, it gets some action going. So Shifo, I'm going to go with you first. Have you got one that you, you like? Uh, I have one that I would use very regularly. Um, it's, if you want something done, do it yourself very like my dad always used to say that to me so we'll put uh, so a little quotation mark and mark down on it right okay <laughs> attribute attributed your dad very um, good um but i just remember it always just like like anything around the house like i remember working from an early age and it was just like if you want it, it's exactly what it says if you want something done do it yourself do no it one yourself. else is gonna do it for you you know yeah so it's a good ownership one right yeah like he gives you that sense <laughs> i've got control over this and i could just like roll up the sleeves and get stuck in. And then I have another, I have one more of a good one. So it's uh, better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. <laughs> Give us that again. <laughs> better to be a guard, better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Yeah, I like that. Okay, very good. So that's that always be prepared always thing. Always be ready, yeah. Always be ready. Yeah, I like that one. Okay, very good. Okay, James, what have you got for us? I've got a couple here as well. Um, I have two that I would probably 
just say to myself on a regular basis. Um, probably less regular. To, like ones where I'm training. The first one is this is why you're here. Uh, that was always my go-to training one. Like you know when you're about to do a heavy lift and you're shitting yourself or Fran's coming up or you're doing Fran and you go back to the 15 thrusters or whatever it is. You don't want to pick it up. This is why you're here is always the thing that's going on in my head. And so, that's so that switches you from that fearful like oh dread thing oh this is the whole point yeah and it's 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 something i started using in like less intense scenarios as well just to bring me back into the present a little bit more because there's that element of it where it's just like right here right now nothing else oh nice yeah one with that so i always love that one um one that i've started using a bit more frequently with my classes is lead the way um I think one of the things that we do really well here is the the group element of it, like an, an that element of group flow, and we'll talk about this later, I'm sure. But in every class, there's always like somewhere between one and five people who just elevate the room. And having that and being able to put that on myself or encourage other people to do it, I think is a really, really powerful thing, just as a, a little reminder. So I like reminding myself about that one. And then one I I probably don't say to anyone, but is always for me, is an Alex Hormozy quote that I heard quite recently, which is confidence is built on a foundation of evidence, not affirmations in the mirror. And it's not that I don't like, like I love quotes and I, I love affirmations and a bit of meditation, but when it comes to coaching and trying new things and all that sort of stuff, like self-doubt and that sort of stuff always creeps in and just reminding myself that I've been doing this a long time. I've got some really good results with people. Like I've done all these things. I just need to remind myself that in order for me to get to the next level of what I want to do, I've done all this before. I've always tried new things and I've always at some stage been successful with it. So it's reminding myself that I have all the evidence and that's where the confidence comes from. Yeah, very good, very good. And it's also like it's a good way of, it's a good framework for building confidence as well it's like yeah. go and get go and build some go evidence build some evidence yeah 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 and that can start with we always think of that in like big big broad context like what what are the big things that you've done to build evidence but it can start with like little teeny tiny things where i used to always <laughs> i used to always say i'm really bad with names i don't do well with names i forget people's names all the time and there was one day I remember saying it and someone was like, I don't think you are. And then I actually thought about it and I was like, no, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I can't think of an example where I was like, what's your name again? I never had to do it. I just, it's always something I said. And it's so weird. And it's the same with the... you got like 80 people coming in the morning and you yeah, know all I, their names. I know all their names and, and yeah. I know most of what they do for a living and... Everyone who has a niggler injury, I know what they have, why they have it, what we're doing, like all of that. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's bullshit. not a thing, nonsense. But it's just something you tell yourself sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes a bit of a, it's a bit of a get out clause. Like, oh, I'm not good with that, so therefore I don't have to remember, right? Yeah, yeah, very good. No, I'll, that's a good one. Yeah, I like that. Um, also, it, it makes me think of that trusted worker that Shifo mentioned. Like, when you get to Fran on that day, the evidence will be. I did 136 trusters or something there that day. I only have 45 to do. Or I did I did the Imam 6, I did the 8 at Fran weight over and over. And you build that evidence like, I can do this over and over. And, and you can go into it with confidence rather than with trepidation. Yeah, yeah, big time. 
Okay, I've got one um, one quote for me that I always keep going back to, which is, it, it's one of those ones that gets me through hard days rather than kind of gets me like all fired up for other things. So when there's a grind and it's like, I've got all these things that need to be fixed and all these tasks that need to be completed. Um, it's the Hemingway one that keeps going back to, which is, so it's Hemingway, he wrote it in a book called The Sun Also Rises. There's a character who's gone bankrupt. I think I've probably mentioned it on here before. And the character gets, gets asked, how did you go bankrupt? And he says, two ways, gradually and then suddenly. And I think that's how everything happens and that's good and bad like i find that when we've made major progress in the gym if, like if i've personally made progress in you know my coaching or the business or any or my training it's like it happens in these moments where a big success happens mm. but the moment is a result of the gradually that happened in the six months or the three months work that you put in you grind 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 and all of a sudden you take a leap forward I also, uh, the bankruptcy is a negative, obviously, <laughs> and th those bad things happen that same way, right? Like health issues and all those yeah, things. Yeah. You have to remind yourself, like, the health issue is going to arrive someday, suddenly, and it won't be a result of just bad luck, likely. It will be something that you're doing right now. Mm -hmm. So it kind of reminds me to get back in the process, back in the process, back in the process, because someday you'll either avoid something bad mm. or else you'll get the reward. You just have to keep the head down, keep working, and it'll happen. And it tends to, yeah. so I trust it, you know. I love that gradually then suddenly. It's like a really um, really beautiful way of the whole, oh, it took 10 years to become an overnight success, that type of stuff. That thing. It? But it applies in both positive and negative ways, whatever way you want to look at it. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. So it for me, it definitely helps me grind through hard tasks. Mm. You know, the thing that's like, I've got, I'm 10% in and it's been a horrendous 10%. It just reminded me of like that project we're working on with the coach's self-help guide. It's like, it's so, yes. it's been so slow. It's like me, you and Jose sitting down for like six or eight months working on silly, like almost silly ways. Like we're saying that the wrong way and it's so wrong slow. Word, wrong word, wrong yeah, word. Put yeah. a comma there. No, that's wrong. All of that. Yeah. But then suddenly yesterday you had the laptop out. Miguel's done it in a beautiful and it's, Oh. And we were down in practicing. There it is. Yeah, we're using it. We were and just using suddenly it. it's alive. It's, it's alive, yeah. So gradual. Oh, exactly. God. Yeah, yeah. So that's my favorite one. Um, if I was ever going to get a tattoo, that'd be it, I'd say. Which I probably never will. But, <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> okay, so that's our quotes. So we, we have one other topic of conversation we said we get into today. This is, uh, came out of a chat that we were having. I, I put up a post on my Instagram recently about group contribution. Right, We're all members of groups and whether we like it or not. And we're a group training facility. Mm. It's what it's core to what we do because we believe that we progress faster and life gets better when we're in a group rather than just in the corner with the headphones on in front of the mirror. So when we decide to join a group, we're playing a role whether we like it or not. Even if we're really passive, we're playing a passive role. And I always think, uh, I heard Ronan O'Gara talking about this. He was, he always, has a very simple way of looking at when he's managing his teams. It's like there's either people giving energy to the team or there's people taking energy from the team. And it's one or the other. And in that elite professional environment where everyone's there to get paid, he's like, I just got to get rid of the dickheads. That's it. The takers, there's no room for them. But then it got me thinking about our groups. And we're not an elite like team where we're all on a contract here. We're all here 
for many different reasons. And when I think on my own training, when I'm in a group, there are days where I'm contributing a lot and there are days where I'm taking. Like I'm here, I need the group energy and I'm not giving it very much. And I might even be holding it back a bit with my body language or whatever. And I think uh, to become aware of that is important because I guess we can have a hugely positive impact on other people's lives around us, like in their training, um, or else we could be just unconsciously having a negative impact. And none of us want to be that person either. And I know that I've definitely had sessions where I've come out of and gone, oh my God, I was moping around that session. I was feeling sorry for myself. I must have been a nightmare for the coach, for the people around me. People must have been giving me a white berth. I actually have a session ingrained in my head where that was me. And it kills me thinking about that. Like I can actually remember. It was Jillian's class. It was bike erg, like a thousand meters at a hard pace. And then you had like X amount of rest and you had to do pull-ups or rope climbs in between. It was like five rounds or six rounds or something. And I just remember being wrecked that day, being tired and being really grumpy and just like nothing was going my way all day. And I remember going into the class and just being like, I'm doing return to play. Like I snapped to her a little bit and I was just grumpy to everyone else, reluctant to give fist bumps, no eye contact. And it sinks into my head. I was like, oh, you asshole. I hated it. Yeah. Like, That's not me. Yeah, yeah. But but I also think like we're all human. We, always ha- we all have those days. I also think... Um, one of the great things about being in a group is that we can afford to have those days because we like some days I go in I have to go in and make the decision to to show up and that's about all I've got today but if I show up I know the group is going to carry me through and then you're taking you're taking energy you're not giving much but I think everyone can afford a few of those my big thing is is it like occasional it's not all the time. Can I be the person who is contributing like 90% of the time and then I can afford a 10% buffer where I'm neutral or negative? Um, so I thought, um, well, I put up the poll to see if people would answer. I, I put it up going, I'm not sure, this is a risky one. I don't think people will be too forthcoming because I'm not sure they'll not be too aware of it. And then some people might be um, a bit reluctant to like click, yes, I'm good at this. You know, like that sort of thing. Um, but I got plenty of responses. It was interesting to see the different people in different categories. Some of them I'm like, oh, of course. Yeah, that is de- definitely bang on. And some of them are surprising. So I'll, I'll give you them very quickly. I wrote down four options. One of them was quiet determination, which is that person who just goes in and just trains really hard in their own head. I think that's a big contribution. If you're surrounded by people doing that, you're winning. The second one was vocal support and positivity. That's the person who is like yelling to the group. It's giving knuckles. It's like just seeing those around and be, being aware and saying, where can I give energy to someone? Then there was a third one, it's a competitive attitude. There is always that element in the gym where we have some people who are here to compete. That is what drives them. And then they need other people to push off who are also competitive. So it's another way to, to give to the group. Obviously, that can become a negative. It's over the top. But there's a really positive version of that, I think. And then there's that last one. There was only four options available. So <laughs> this is the last one was like helping out newbies. And I think that's such an important one. And when we get comfortable in the environment, we can sometimes forget to uh, or else we can decide to. And I, I think that's a really important one as well. So I got you guys to think about this before coming in. So what do you think role do you play, even if it's not in that, that list? Yeah, like I think the first one that like, I'm like, oh, 
that's me when I look at my own training um, is the vocal support um, I think I'm definitely I think James has talked about it. I actually remember he talks about a workout that it's ingrained in him I remember it 18 minute or no is a 15 or 18 minute imam and we were moving from three stations and i remember i think you were james was having like a pretty bad day there's a few people having a bad day and i remember talk about if you give someone a show that motivates you to work a little bit harder and i remember i just started shouting at people like just out of nowhere but then everyone was like i see people in the corner shouting at someone else and in a positive way and it just kind of lifts the room i think which is a good bit so i think on my training i definitely try and actively be that focal support i feel like yesterday um i came in i was late to the class stuck in traffic road rage all that having a bad day um, and you love I, a bit of road rage don't you uh, uh, just the just the odd time you know <laughs> <laughs> just, just on the road <laughs> um i couldn't do it in the golf because i couldn't get away quick enough now i can get away quick enough <laughs> But I feel like yesterday I was having a bad training day myself and I realised that after the first round on the Ergs and I had like, I think I was on the ski and I was like stopping, going, stopping, going um, and Amy was even like, oh, I better leave him alone here. I was in that kind of zone and I was definitely having a negative effect on the group. So I think it was that active decision to turn it around and then I, st- I had Guy beside me, had Fiona at the other side and I just started kind of giving them a little bit of positive impact and then they started to feed off that and then they started talking to other people and the whole group just kind of lifts up from there i think it just takes one decision from one person and then it just kind of inflames the whole yeah. session it makes it makes such a difference uh, i know cj martin who is a very famous coach in the us invictus guy he he writes in his book about um one of the best ways to get energy for yourself in a group is to give energy to others so he encourages everyone to say when you're wrecked when you're feeling sorry for yourself encourage someone else and you'll feel the boost internally it's like it's a selfish thing and like but it's 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 a good way to do it because someone else gets a boost you get the boost and it really works uh and i think there's no doubt shifo you're one of the best at it in fairness to you like everyone knows that and uh like james said earlier there's people in the group who when they're in it you're like yes because i know i'm not going to be the only one given energy as the coach it's going to be i'm going to get support around the room some days you don't have to do anything it just comes from the group and it's, yeah, it's unreal fairness, i love seeing you in my class because i'm like oh deadly i can probably chill out a little bit more co- come workout time because <laughs> shifu's going to carry the room loads and i can just coach a little bit more it's a whopper yeah it's brilliant it's brilliant um what about you james um i messaged you whenever you put up this poll i was like gee that's a hard question because it you'd put up ones the couple of days before and i didn't i don't think i voted on them because i was like oh easy oh easy but then that one made me stop I said, huh, because mm. I had a I had a gut instinct whenever I seen them, and I said, oh yeah, competitive attitude, like that was the one. And then I said, oh, but there's some days where I probably do that, and there's probably other days when I do this, and it's very like scenario dependent, and how's my train, and how's my week, like all those other things. So I, I hope I do all of them at some stage as an athlete. I think my default one without trying is probably just the that competitive attitude when I think of like the the heavy lifting days I just have my little routine of things that I do I kind of ignore people a little bit very deliberately but I I hope I don't give off a bad vibe I, th- I, I think I I try and pull people along like I I prowl around behind the bar like a 
I'm, I'm a tiger in my head like a lion in my head and then I go lift it and I, I try and lift as well as I can and lead by example that way and I think that is my default way of trying to lead the way whenever it comes to yeah that sort of stuff. and I think you do that well in fairness I think like it, that can be taken too far right where where people are like it's it's kind of overbearing in the room but uh, I think what what your body language says is I'm here to squeeze every last drop out of it and because you've got experience in a competitive sense you also have the like that that pre-lift routine as a good example it's obvious there's somebody who's taking it seriously who's going for every last drop and then other people who are competitive can be like adding up the kilos <laughs> from afar and saying right i gotta try and chase that a bit more i feel like i second that with like i definitely back james up there on that because i can remember like on heavy days i'm like it's like it's a good thing and a bad thing because when I see James is like bu we're booked into the same class uh, the likes of when I used to train a half 12 and stuff like that like I would feed off James when he's lifting heavy and then he'd be like oh you're not throwing on a few more weights there two more weights there <laughs> so I'm like fuck you <laughs> but then I look across from him and he's lifting some mad weights and I'm like that pushes me on a little bit and it definitely pushes the people around him a lot um, to lift that a little bit heavier yeah. and go to that extra edge you know just like yeah for sure for sure yeah, uh, I think it's like, you know, like you said, it's an everyday thing, like every day is different. I think that's, that's what came, comes across for me when I ask myself, well, like I can't click on one of those because it depends on the day, right? And I know uh, like Gary texts me like the um, the way I phrased it, it's like when you're at your best, how do, what's your role? He said, that changes it for him. Because like when he's at his best, it's definitely helping out the newbies he said that's what he thinks whereas he reckons he probably gives some good vocal support gives some good positivity to a group regularly but when he's at his best it's helping out newbies and i thought that was a cool way of looking at it as well i know for me like when i go into a group I, i'm probably i'm probably more self-conscious about this than most people should be because of the role i'm playing like i'm i'm on the floor and I, I know i've programmed the workout number one I know, number two, as a, you know, I've got a, a leadership role in the gym, I have to lead by example. So I have to go in there and be like, what am, how am I gonna show up today? And um, it does really depend on what I've got that day. Because some days I'm going into a class, I've got nothing. I'm like, I don't want to do this. I've been in that fucking office for 11 hours straight. I just wanna go home. And I don't always have all of the things. I definitely don't have a competitive attitude very often. But some days I've got enough to be just quietly determined. Like all I got to do is take care of my own attitude, my training. And if someone looks over and I'm fucking sandbagging, that's an issue. So let's just do that bit today. Whereas other days I'm like, the room could do with a bit of energy, and I'm and I'm, I'm confident enough to give it that. So I'm gonna be loud. I'm gonna be in everybody's ear. Make sure everyone's got it. So it kind of depends on the day. The big thing for me is to be somewhat conscious of it to say, how am I showing up? I am contributing something, whether it's positive or negative. I don't have any choice in that. I'm definitely contributing something. So, um, I, think you need to, I think you need to watch your back some days. People are out for your blood when there's a hard workout <laughs> program. <laughs> like, Every where day. is that Jamie fella? <laughs> Every, <laughs> day. Get him. Every day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think, yeah, I just think it's an important thing to think about because wh whether you like it or not, you, you like group training. You're here in a group, yeah. even if you're reluctant. 
I think yeah. um, something you touched on there as well was like you, you do all of them and you can be conscious and choose all of them but we probably all like you just default into the loud one and you like coaching that way and I probably default into the competitive attitude and I was looking at this list going I wonder what Jamie's going to say because I have my perception of the times I've trained with you and I think back to the open and then the times you've been, the very few times you've been in my class mm. <laughs> and I remember them and I'm like oh the thing is normally he's just like head down probably in the corner and just doing the thing and you might be scaling it you might be changing the movement but you're like you're putting effort into all the little things and it's it is that quiet determination but then back to what gary said to you, it's like oh here's what i do but here's what i do best and they can be two different things and i think identifying what you do really well and maybe pushing towards that more is probably a really good way to yeah, and, and, and like when you're the feeling good, to the group. Yeah. like if you're feeling good, like go and yeah, give it go everything. Do it and yeah, yeah, empty the tank doing it. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. So I'm wondering, um, I wonder will we get any feedback on this about the their people in their group roles because we work here, right? Yeah. So it's it's our we have a responsibility for the group. Whereas, yeah. can we ask? For, like, can people start messaging us? Shifo, your people, my people, people yeah. who, like, what do you think your role is? And what do you think your best your your role is when you're at your best? Yeah, because uh, like they have everybody has no responsibility in this. That's the thing, but there is a choice to be made if you want to make it. So yeah, be interested to hear what people's thoughts are on that one. Uh, okay, let's move on. Let's get to our shout out. And this week, Shifo, shout out from Selbridge from the bridge. The bridge, the bridge incoming. <coughs> I'll have a shout out for um, SP in Selbridge that like that fella just he he's amazing like he's with us a few months now um and I feel like he's been with us for years like he's just like he's like a sponge he takes in takes on so much feedback and um like I use him as an example to new members coming in or people who are struggling for progress and getting towards that next step whether it's a pull-up whether it's a squat whether it's a whatever the movement is or whatever they're looking to achieve i always use his and his example because when sp first came in and um, he couldn't do a strict pull-up he could barely air squat he um could barely move on the machine without having to stop right um, but now he's like he's i think he he just like out of nowhere in the class the other day he just done 10 unbroken kip and pull-ups out of nowhere. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he, um, his goal, I had people in Selvage write a goal for before the 2nd of December um, on the whiteboard. And his, we were chatting about it. He was like, what, like, what should I do? Because he doesn't know his limits. Um, and I was like, well, what about 20? 20 unbroken kip and pull-ups. Um, and that means that he could probably go and Orex Fran when it comes up. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but he's just amazing. And when him and uh, another shout out to uh, Stephen from the, the one o'clock class, him and SP are just like, they're like that focal support for the whole group. Like oh, amazing. screaming, grunting, shouting at each other, shouting at other people. But um, yeah, it's just brilliant. Yeah, I, I see him coming in. Like I'm there twice a week now. And it's around lunchtime. He trains at lunchtime, mm, right? Yeah. And I always notice he's like the first guy in. He's coming in, getting loosened up, getting warm. He's been cheating on me a little bit. He's doing the 10 a.m.s a little oh, bit. Oh, is now. he? Yeah, is he? Have oh, to, my God. I'll have, have, have a chat with him. <laughs> and then, but I also, I've, you know, I've seen him after class, staying back and doing extra practice. Like, he's working, right? Yeah, big time. But quietly getting on with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's putting in the work, okay, getting the results. Brilliant. 
Okay, well done, SP. Good stuff. Okay, lads, overrated, underrated. Here we go. Um, right, James, you're up first. One word. Uh, okay, trying new food. Oh, underrated. Shifo. Overrated. I'm going to say fuck. I have to say overrated. Well, that's the easiest one I find in a long time. I think, oh, yeah, go on. You so go I, I'll go first. I am I am the fucking worst, plainest, yeah, pickiest beige, eater of all time. So I don't do this, right? <laughs> and I wish I did. I wish I was one of those. I wish I was fucking you, James. <laughs> go and eat anything. Oh, I'll try this. I'll try that. Like, I am the worst. And it gives me anxiety. Then I have to go out for dinner with people. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to be able to get out and off the menu. Like, it's the worst thing. But... I would love to be able to do it, but because I don't, I've criticized others for saying, <laughs> saying oh, it's underrated, but I don't do it. Yeah. I don't, I'm brutal. So I've very slowly over the last two years tried to open my mind about this a little bit and it's happening slowly. And I'm like, you could just, you know, have a new experience. But then I fucking don't. So I have to say, <laughs> I'm going to stick with my answer. Chief, what are you, where are you Oh, at? I'm in the exact same boat. Right, yeah. are you? Yeah, yeah, we're sailing fast on that boat. <laughs> um, that is, like, I am, Sarah hates me for this. Like, Sarah hates me. Sarah's great at trying new food and stuff like that. Um, and she just goes mad at me. Like, but every, t I can't remember the last time I went out for dinner and not went to, like, a place that we like or a place that we know that has chicken wings. <laughs> I just I can't do it I can't do it and like me and Sarah have been together for five years and I always say I was like God forbid if I have to go on a first date because I'll just get chicken wings again <laughs> like, so I'm just that comfortable getting chicken wings every single time and I'm always like yeah no I'll go and try this I'll go and try that but I just I, I never do it I can't and right. because I have that anxiety of having a bad meal because um, if I watch a bad film I like I'm Fell here, we're like, like can't talk to me. If I go and have like wasted a bad your time, meal, like oh, waste of my time, waste of my time. If I go and have a bad meal or something that I don't like, and it's sitting there, well, Sarah will probably have it because she's brilliant at this. But I'm just, I can't do it. Yeah, I'll be in fell humor. Okay, daddy. All right, right, brothers yeah. in arms, we are. Yeah, respect, okay. respect. Right, come on, James. Come on, convince us how much, how much we're missing out on. I know. Do you not just uh, chi fucking chicken wings, man? Uh, you've thrown me with that. I'm not gonna lie. I just think about like there's. We're very fortunate in 2023 that we try foods from all over the world. Like people 400 years ago were able to eat potatoes and a bit of meat, uh, a bit of chicken, and like it was so limited. And we're able to go and try all these things now. Like why not go try all the things? And everything's edible like they go they, they eat those things in south america and those things in middle africa and those things in eight like why not go try them and then whenever you go to this is why i think everyone should go to a michelin star restaurant at some stage because you don't get to pick what you eat yeah it's not like you, you go to, to five rock and scaries and or blue which i go and get the chicken wings whenever i go to blue it's like here you go there's seven courses we're going to bring it out we're going to explain to you what it is and you just eat it and it's phenomenal because it's all tasty. It's all well presented. You, you just get to try something you'd never, like, you'll never make it at home. 
you'll never buy it in scaries or wherever it's just it's such a good experience i know i know i, I think you're right i think you're you're right about this i'm so jealous i, I had a friend i went there <laughs> so I, I, I went i'm not going to change i'm not going to change no i'm going to cling on to my i'm going to be stubborn uh but i i went to paris with friends years ago and one of my friends is like you you like try everything and he was like oh we're in paris like i'm gonna get steak tartare yeah, i was like course. so what like so i was like what is it he's like it's just uncooked steak really <laughs> and i was like <laughs> it, it came out on a plate right like a pound of minced meat like it was just minced meat not even not even flashed in the pan and i was like look at him going i say like, is that cold he's like i think it is I've never tried it before. And I could see him eating it like, no, 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 it's good, it's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not good. You're yeah. suffering so bad. <laughs> but I think that's a, that's a, an extreme example, right? But I think it's, it's fun to try new things and go, well, that ain't for me. At least then you know for definite. It's like, totally. definitely not that. Rather than just going, I'll stick with my chicken wings. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'm getting real judgy on you here, Sheep, I apologize. <laughs> But it's so fun trying new things. The way he's looking at me here, the looks <laughs> he's giving me. Yeah, I know. He's lost all respect for us. But like the Mitchell Star restaurant, if they had, if there was a Mitchell Star restaurant that had seven different flavors of chicken wing, <laughs> then I'd go. 100%. I'd be there. Whatever money you need, take it. 100%. Okay. <laughs> okay that's, that's trying new food. Right, well, let's go one more, lads, right? Okay, last one today. Overrated or underrated? Dancing at weddings. Shifo, you're first underrated oh <laughs> i feel like he's coming to his own here oh yeah uh, james um, overrated and i'm gonna say underrated jeez shifo you and me today huh like right right james you're on again come on Go on. the case against um, i don't know i just don't really enjoy dancing that much i don't have a lot of rhythm whenever it comes to that sort of stuff and whenever i'm at a wedding typically there's a bunch of people there that I know that I haven't seen for ages and the last thing I want to do is dance. I just want to sit and have a chat with them. So that's my default. I did say to you before this though, um, whenever we were on holidays there, there was like a, a little kiddies disco most nights and Paige would get up and dance and dance and dance and I would get up and dance with her. And I imagine that in the future, if we go to a wedding and she's there as well and she wants to dance, I will by all means do it. But if Jill wants to dance, <laughs> she can go fuck herself really like, she, she can go dance with Paige after if she wants but yeah that's I, know, I just don't enjoy it and I'm usually there to like socialise with some people so that's what I want to do instead yeah yeah Jesus exciting so what about you Shifo <laughs> <laughs> oh I'd say you're some cracker parties <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm very uh if anyone knows me when I have a few on me, even when I don't have a few on me, <laughs> I'll definitely I'll definitely bust me. out a few moves. Um, we went to uh, there was a comp. Sorry, my reason for uh, underrated. Um, I definitely so, love. So, what would be your like your go to at a wedding? What would you be like? I'm delighted now. Well, like, like I wouldn't be doing like the bleeding sprinkler and all this mad stuff. Like. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> like uh, he's oh, doing it right now. It's good. It's good. It looks good. It's from some film. I think I can't. I, I can't remember. But what would it, it be like? Are you talking like dance music? Or are you talking about like sixties? Are you talking about rock and roll? What? Um, bit of everything. The jazz, <laughs> the macarena, wagon wheel. Um, oh no, like I, 
like I definitely grew up around like uh, like there's a lot of parties in my house and my two sisters were well actually no one of my sisters sorry Linda um, Lauren was always doing Irish dancing when she was younger so I grew up um, around going to feshes and sitting there all day didn't have iPads when I was there <laughs> oh my god I had my little Nintendo DS but like in a sense I'm glad that I was around Irish dances and stuff like that and like a lot of my families are singers and stuff like that so I always would have been around dancing oh, um, so like and I always tell people oh yeah I used to do Irish dancing and all like that I used to be like at the back of the Irish dancing class and they would like get me to join in and stuff like that me and one of one of my mates Ray so right okay so I can I can bust a few moves already. I can't wait to see it. Christmas party this year. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, well, I'd say for some reason weddings for me unlock something with dancing because I think we were talking downstairs. Uh, I know Claire did a I heard did her fundraiser dancing thing recently, um, and, and it looked unreal. She was brilliant. You amazing, see the Amazing, yeah, amazing, yeah, yeah. So um, we were chatting around the table about dancing, and I think it's pretty clear that if you're at all self-conscious, dancing is no fun. But if you can get into that unselfconscious thing, then it's the most fun thing ever. So I think for some reason, weddings, like I've been, my friends who got married would all be into like 80s and 90s, like hard rock and roll. And that's what the music would be. And there it's like how do you dance to that oh it's 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 (laughs) yeah mosh pit it's ridiculous air guitar it's everything like all that shit so it's you know it's just fun i i absolutely love it for some reason like i like i remember going to many nightclubs not just standing there going this is just dog shit but for some reason a wedding just switches me over i'm like oh that's the thing that you do with i'm genuinely in shock right now well yeah at my wedding we had um we had a, like a 50s swing band that turned into, so the first hour and a half was 50s, and then it turned into a Kiss tribute band. So they got the whole full Kiss thing on, and it was all like 80s rock ballads. It was amazing. Yeah, so that's that's the jam for me, I'd say. So we'll see how the Christmas party goes this year with the with the dancing. <laughs> Can't I'll wait talk to, to Jose Sheepo. about getting a, a Kiss yeah. tribute band. Exactly. To exactly. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's all today, is it?